This is Cammie. And this is Madeline. And you're listening to the Communities That Convert podcast. Episode number 20. The more your community talks, the more they act. And there's a reason why they call you Cammie Chat. Ha ha ha, I'm never going to tell. Welcome to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza. In this podcast, you will learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. You will hear tips, ideas, and advice you can use right now on how to grow your own community and provide value that inspires them to take action. Are you ready to get started? But what I will tell you is how we get people to talk, because I think that's really important to have some strategies in your pocket to get your community talking, because sometimes that's the hardest thing. One of the things that you do really well, Madeline, is that you work with people and ask them a lot of questions using Twitter polls, Facebook polls. So can you talk a little bit about how you're engaging your communities by using questions? Sure. I think it's important to ask questions. I think it's easy to start a community and you think you know everything and you just put it out there, not knowing if all this stuff is going to stick. Do people really care about your message? So it's important to ask some questions. And I like to use Twitter polls. I think Twitter polls are a great feature, is so underutilized, but it's a way to gauge your community and know, you know, what are they, what are they interested in? And also same thing with Facebook. You can do Facebook polls. What I like to do when I'm working on my online classes and I'm trying to gauge like, what do they want from me next? Instead of me deciding, because I could be totally wrong and off base, I'll do a Twitter poll and I say, Hey, I'm working on some online classes, which would interest you? And then I'll put the different answers they could put in. I'll tell you what was interesting, Cammie. Earlier this year, I did a Twitter poll doing this. You know, what courses are you interested that are not Twitter? I wanted to see what non-Twitter. So I put Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, you know, I put all of them in there. I was so sure that we're going to say Snapchat because people in the last couple of years have been wanting to learn more about Snapchat. The number one was Instagram. And as we progress through this year, if I was to do that poll right now, I would totally expect it to be Instagram because everybody's all over Instagram these days. But I am so glad I did that poll earlier this year because I thought I knew what my community wanted and I was wrong. So instead of going and created a course that probably wouldn't have sold, I focused on one that I think people, you know, they, the people spoke, they told me what they wanted. So I think it's important. Right. And I do, I do too. And I think actually that's the whole point of a community anyway, is like having a dialogue with them about what they need and want. So one of the things that happened even this week is somebody in our Facebook community said, Hey, you know, I love that episode where you talked about um, setting up goals in Google Analytics, but kind of how do you do that? And I went, Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Because you know, you think that people know how to do all these things, right? They may say, they may lead you down another path. So I this week, I'm going to plan on doing a little screenshot and show how to set up a goal. And I'll do it actually for our podcast, I'm going to set up a goal for our signing up for our newsletter. So that's going to be how we're going to kind of measure that. So that's really something that I love about what you're doing is really asking your community before you create something. It's really, really important because if you just create the things that people love, they're going to buy them. Um, Another really good example of that, I subscribe to this guy named Todd Brown and he's a marketing guru kind of guy. And he sent me an email this week that I thought really illustrates this really well. He talked about two different cars. One is basically 
you know, an old beat up, you know, and I'm terrible at cars, but an old beat up car or like an Aston Martin. And if you put those online and you took a marketer and said, Hey, sell this car for $30,000. How hard would it be to sell the Aston Martin for $30,000? It wouldn't be hard at all. Everybody would be lining up because that's really cheap for an Aston Martin. But if you tried to sell like a broken down, you know, car that has like tires that need to be replaced for $30,000, you're going to work really hard to sell that car. And, you know, what's really interesting is that you need to work on the offer for your community that really is attractive to them, that they really need and want. And that I thought was a really good example of exactly what this is by asking them what they want and providing it. Right. Absolutely. Super smart, Cammie. Yeah, I thought and that's that's Todd, not me. But I thought it was really amazingly smart. I was like, yeah, that's such a good point, a good way of putting it. Another thing that we've used a lot and I've seen a lot of uh, online course creators especially use are challenges. And I've actually had a lot of them send me challenges in the last couple of weeks because we're getting to the end of the year and they're like, let's have a great new 2018. So let's have five days of challenges. What's great about a challenge is that you can get people to act in a very short period of time and get some results, whether it's for a course or for your nonprofit I think that this actually would be a really great idea for a nonprofit to have a challenge for five days that helps the people who give to your nonprofit understand how they can personally make a difference, not just their money, but them specifically, like have them do actions, like send out a message to their senator or send out, you know, different things. You can have something every day that would challenge them and then show them that they actually matter. What do you think about challenges? I think challenges are great. I have not personally done one myself. I want to. I want to do a Twitter one because I think people would love that. I've taken part in plenty of challenges. I think the best ones, Kami, are when they incorporate Facebook Live into it. So like they encourage you every day during the challenge to go to the Facebook and every day at a specific time, they'll come on there and talk about that, you know, what to be doing that day and, and, and basically helping you get through it and answer like do and ask me anything. I love when that happens. I think instead of just here it is, and you're basically on your own, you feel more like you're part of the community when the person in charge brings everybody together on the Facebook group page. So what a great way to bring everybody together, talk with them and let them talk among themselves. I think that's a super smart strategy. Yeah, maybe we'll have to do one for communities that convert. That would be really fun. Like in the new year, maybe we could like do something like that. So it'd be awesome to hear from all of you what you would love to be challenged to do. Like, what is it that you want to get done? Because I do think challenges have to be short and big wins in a very short period of time. You know, you want some wins that are going on. I know a lot of people that do 30 day challenges and other kinds of challenges. And I think those drag on for too long because you just get overwhelmed and you're busy with other things. So I love short, sweet challenges that get you down the road a certain amount, you know, like down the path a bit. So, Hey, I challenge you to a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love we'll it. We'll do that in the new year. I think that's, be yeah, yeah. We should definitely do it. And, and that way we can walk all of our listeners here, walk you through the process, how we're doing it, kind of give you a behind the scenes, but you need to join our Facebook group community because that's where we'll do it. Uh, You definitely want to be a part of it. And we'll talk about that at the end of this episode, how you can be part of that community. Yeah. And actually you brought up the daily live streams on Twitter or Facebook. You said Facebook, but it could be Twitter Mm -hmm. and Periscope. So live streaming is also another way to get your community talking because you get everybody into one place. I think that's the key is to congregate your community. So they start talking to you and you talk to them. 
So talk a little bit about live streaming. I know you do some great live streaming right after your Twitter chat every time. Could you talk a little bit about that? Sure. So I host two Twitter chats each week. I've got social ROI on Tuesdays at five o'clock Eastern. And then I've got my Twitter smarter every Thursday at one o'clock Eastern. And the live stream was basically an experiment that went great. And so what I've been doing all this year in 2017 is after the chat is over, I bring the guest on and we do a live stream. And, and I basically sit with them and we talk about the topic from the chat. I'll uh, ask them some of the questions because now we get an expanded version of their answers. They can talk it out. And here's what I love, Cammie, is such a great community setting. We're doing this on Facebook. And what I see when I start this up is I'll see the community of people on the chat talking among themselves. Like, oh, hey, Todd. Oh, hey, Dory. Oh, hey. Like having a conversation among themselves. I'll look over and go, I don't have to worry about them. They're, They're all like, talking among themselves, and they become friends over time. And they keep seeing each other week after week. And it puts a big smile on my face, because that's what community is all about, right? We're just bringing people together is the people that make the community what it is. Absolutely. And you definitely have to provide value to get the community there. Yes. And connecting. But once they're there, the magic really is between the community members. I totally agree with that. You know that social media breakfast is totally that way too. Yes. Um, you know, what makes it so magical is the energy in the room of the people connecting with each other. Like what we say in the front of the room is sort of irrelevant. I hate to say that because, you know, I work really hard on getting great content up there. And, uh, and so I hate to say that it's irrelevant, but it is kind of irrelevant whenever you are looking at the actual connections between the people, because that's really what matters. I mean, the connection between you and I, for example, and this thing that came out of it. Well, there is many other stories in Social Media Breakfast of people coming together, collaborating and making something amazing um, yes. that they're putting out into the world. It's not just you and I. So you want to see the people that are a part of your community start to create their own things based on the energy that you bring together for that community. So I totally agree with that. And live streaming is a great way to do that, certainly to bring people together in a one place. I mean, so is the Twitter chat because they do that there as well. But to extend that to a place where they feel more intimate, I think makes it really interesting. And and Facebook groups are that way too. So I would say, you know, we keep talking about the Facebook groups and that's not one of our main points today, but it certainly is threaded throughout this. You have to have places for people to connect. Um, So another thing that I do in groups, once they get to, to be a certain size, is I like to reward people for being active. And we've talked about the tool that I like to use, which is Gritix, which is a a really great tool that allows me to create a leaderboard in a group. So I'll be able to say this person was most influential because when they, you know, put something up in the group, a lot of people responded to them, or this person was the most prolific, they were always in there encouraging other people. So they, they posted the most. So you can actually have leaderboards for your group to really encourage people, first of all, to connect and also to reward the people that spend a lot of time in your group to say, I see you, I know what you're doing and I appreciate you. Um, you can have prizes for that too, if you want to. I love that you can create a leaderboard and and certainly Gritix lets you do it pretty effortlessly. I mean, you could do it manually, though I would not recommend it because it's pretty tough to do it manually. But I love having that sort of gamification. A lot of people are very competitive. Let's just be real, right? Oh yeah, definitely. I think leaderboards are cool. 
I attend social media marketing world each year. And what they do is they put a leaderboard together based on the use of the hashtag, their official event hashtag, which for this next one coming up in February is going to be SMMW18 for social media marketing world 18. And what I noticed in the last few years, Cami, is that first of all, I'm a big fan of tweeting a hashtag. I like to promote an event way in advance. And so I'm using their hashtag very regularly, especially in the several months leading up to it. And I'll tell you what was so cool. They didn't do prizes, but at the end of the conference earlier this year, the 2017 conference, which was back in uh, March, at the very, so I'm in the big main room. It's a huge room with several thousand people. And up on the board, they showed, they showed the leaderboard and they were showing like who were like the top 10 that, you know, were tweeting with the hashtag. And I was in that group. And so here's my face up there at Madeline Sklar. You know, I've been really building my, you know, I did, for those who don't know, I did a major pivot in my career about two and a half years ago. I came from the music business. And so this pivot into the social media marketing world where nobody really knew me yet, I really built myself up in a short period of time. So to show up on that leaderboard, Cami, was so validating because people in that community have gotten to know me now. And it's almost like they were expecting to see me show up on there because they know how much I use Twitter. And it was just as simple as me using the hashtag and using it to connect with people. I mean, a hashtag is a great way to bring a community together. So if you're going the next, this would be something I would love for everybody to do a challenge real quick here. I'm just making up on the fly. The next conference that you attend, that you're going to attend, get the official hashtag, find out what the official hashtag is, start using it to connect with people because that's what it's all about. And through that process, you could end up on the leaderboard if they do one, but at minimum, you're just connecting with people because that's what it's really all about at the end of the day. No, I totally agree with you. And, you know, way back, I mean, way, way back in the olden days of 2008, 2009, I would go to conferences and do that with Twitter. And people came to me and said, wow, mm-hmm. you know, I saw you out there tweeting. Yes. I had people that told me that they it revolutionized the way they thought about Twitter. And I think that that's right, because when you're in this community, in this thing, a lot of people are following that hashtag and the more valuable your tweets can be. So one of the things I'll say is when you're out there doing that, don't just say, hey, I'm here at this conference listening to such and such, you know, put out tweets about what they're saying that would be helpful for somebody who's not in the room. You know what I'm saying? So that when they read, when they read them, they get some sort of value out of them. Not like I'm here with this, this, and this person, which is all nice and likable, but it doesn't really help the person that you're, that you're talking to. So I always try to say, here are the five tips that this person had, or this is the one tip that I really thought was useful. This person had. So I really love that. And, um, oh, and the new threads, on Twitter. Yes, you, have, you use just, threads. I actually yes, have, I have. Pinned. I have one pinned to the top of my um thing right now. Yeah, well, it's very cool. That would be cool too to use too, because you could actually do a threads, like here's point one the person made, here's point two the person made, here's point yes. three. And even with pictures that are live. You can do a picture on each one, which is cool. And you can have up right. to 25 tweets in a thread. So then you just publish them and voila, you've done a coverage of that one event. Exactly. That would be a super cool way to use it. What do you think? It's a super, super cool way to do it. You'll definitely stand out because it's a brand new feature. I would definitely recommend trying it out. Super smart, Cami. And, and it just goes back to 
you're trying to connect with people, you're being part of the community. That's at the core what it's all about you're doing. But in that process, you know, you're going to be really noticed, you know, people are going to take notice of you. I have an article, we'll put it in the show notes. I wrote an article earlier this year of 10 tips of how to tweet at an event. And I think some people here might find that useful, gives you some tips of some of the things that Kimmy and I are talking about right now that you can utilize to stand out the next time you go to a conference. That's great. That'll be really helpful, I think. I think these action items are always so important. So the final thing that I wanted to talk about, although there's more, of course, there's so many, so much more, but we only have 20 minutes, is really talking about connecting with people one-on-one in a sort of public venue. So we call it hot seat coaching or promoting people, but where you actually focus on one person or one organization or whatever, and you bring them to the front. So I've seen people do it with their employees, you know, like, here's my employee, here's what they do great, here's what they are, and then like open them up. What's really great if you use video though, or hot seat coaching or or live video with these different people is that your community can interact with them as well. You know, it's not just a video that goes out or just a post that goes out, but where people can ask them questions. Also with hot seat coaching, where you work with somebody one-on-one, people love to be a fly on the wall and listen to other people get that kind of coaching. And they learn a lot from it too. I mean, you'd think that it wouldn't be, it would be boring. Like somebody is hearing about somebody else's problems and getting their problems solved, but people listen to that and it actually does amazing things for them too. So hearing other people get their problems solved and worked through in a live video format is a really great way to learn. And I think this is better in private groups generally, because you have a little more feeling of confidence and trust, you know, that it's not out there because some people don't like to, you know, reveal their flaws to the entire world. So I mean, it it may be better in like private groups, but what do you think about that kind of featuring people that can be done publicly or hot seat coaching. I love the hot seat coaching. I've been in mastermind groups and that's one of the things you'll typically see in a mastermind group where one person gets the hot seat so they can, you know, say, here's a problem I'm having. And all of us in this little mini community of the mastermind group will help them. And you get all these different ideas and opinions, and that could be really valuable. Now, one thing that's really cool and exciting that's going to start in 2017 If you're a fan of Pat Flynn, like I am, he has a podcast called Ask Pat. And what he's done in the last several years is basically just answering questions from the community, which is brilliant in of itself. Well, he wants to do something different. He just hit 1000 episodes, which is amazing. It was a five day a week podcast, Monday through Friday. you You called in a question and he would play it on the air and then he would answer the question. And it was short format, like, you know, seven, eight, nine minutes long. So he wanted to do something different. And this pertains to what we're talking about right here with the hot seat coaching. He is going to take a question from someone, but keep them there. Like, like not just record that question. And then he, they're not there live with him. It's just a recording. He's actually going to have them live. He's going to record it where they have the question and he talks them through it. The whole episode will be, you're basically going to be that fly on the wall listening to a coaching session. I think is brilliant. I think it's going to be a really cool way to watch someone be in a hot seat and get something, get some help, get a question answered with them. I love that. And it's funny because I'm also taking this other class called the Experience Product Mastermind right now. It's a really great class. And here's the thing. I always invest in my education. I never believe that I have arrived because if you've arrived, then you're done in my opinion. You know, so 
I'm not done until I die. So we're going to always be learning over here. I'm a lifelong learner. Me and too. I'm real big on that. So anyway, the experience product mastermind is a really cool course that's teaching me how to make experiential courses for you. It's just so you know, this is going to be good for all of us because it's going to bring excitement into what we're doing. But I was on a coaching call yesterday and one of the guys came in and he's cool. He does um, magic. He's a magician, but he also has got all of these techniques to help seniors who are having vision problems to be more functional in their life. And so he wants to teach like sort of magic tricks kind of things to seniors and to their and to the people who take care of them, their caretakers that help seniors to be more functional. I don't know what that looks like, but that sounds really interesting and cool to us. So we he was put on the hot seat and he was live and everybody was kind of in the in the comments and we helped him come up with a name for his idea. And it was so exciting. I mean, everybody was so excited. Like at the end of it, everybody's like, yay. And I won't tell you what the name is because, you know, I'll let him like launch that at some point. And I don't want anybody to take away the name from him. But anyway, so he was amazing, but he doesn't have like the marketing chops. There was a lot of people in the group like me and other people who did. So I went out and found the URL for him. I said, it's available. Here it is. Nice. All you do is click on this link and you can have this URL. <laughs> awesome. And um, he was really excited about it. It was exciting. And I think that that really is something that is great when you have a community that comes around you and the coach was there, she was helping him along, but it was also the community around him that was helping him, not just the coach. So I love this idea. And I think, you know, I'm going to have it in any course that I create ever because I really love it. Sure. I think that's super smart. We shared a lot of great ideas today, Cammie. I hope you guys listening got a lot out of this. I hope you'll take action. And uh, like Cammie said, you know, being a lifelong learner is is a good thing. I do the same thing. So much out there to learn. And I hope that we're giving you some great things that you're learning with this podcast. Yep. So what do we want people to do? Well, at the beginning of the episode, we talked about finding out why they call you Cami Chat. So what we thought we would do in this episode is have this call to action be that you join our community, the communities that convert. We have a Facebook group. And to join it, you've got to sign up for our email address to get the invitation. It's a private group. So Cami, how can people do that? Okay, so you need to either go to communitiesthatconvert.com and we you can sign right up at the top. There's a big bar that says my email. Sign you up. You can sign up that way. We also have a bit.ly link, bit.ly forward slash CTC VIP, all capitalized CTC VIP. That means communities that convert very important people, which is you. And that's all capitalized. So you can go there or just to communities that convert.com, whatever is easiest for you to remember. And once you guys join, I think what we're going to have to do is set a date and time and put Cami in the hot seat. I think that's what we're going to do. We're going to put her in the hot seat and find out why they call her Cami Chad. I'm dying to know. I don't even know. So I can't wait to find out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I want to tell you people this. So you better sign up. If we get, let's say, if we get 20 people to sign up, yeah, let's the group, do a I'll challenge. Let's do a challenge. I like this. Yeah. Because I'm not going to do it unless I get like some, I need some people in there. I don't know. Like right. if 20 of you sign up, I will tell you why. I like that. Okay. It's a challenge. Challenge. Let's do it. And it has to be soon. So we'll do it like in January. So it has to be by the end of January. You have to have 20 people in the group by then. 
Yeah. Then I'll do it. We can do it. We can make this happen. I'm counting on all of you listeners. First of all, we have a great community there and and we're having really great, vibrant conversations. So it's a fun place to be. And we're not going to hit you up on email all the time and, and send you a bunch of spam. You don't have to worry about that. You know, come join us, come be a part of this because that's the extension of this podcast, like is joining the Facebook group and, and hanging out with us and getting to know us even better. And we yeah. want to get to know you. And we're going to put really great content in there. I mean, we've got some plans for content. Like, for example, one of the people asked me for how to set up a, a Google Analytics goal. Well, I'm going to do a screenshot of that and I'm going to put it in the group. But that's where it's going to be. It's going to be in the group, not here. So right. we want you. Come on. Yeah, come join us. And uh, if you haven't done so yet, please take a moment to rate and review this podcast on iTunes. It really helps tremendously. Plus, we just love knowing what you think of this podcast. So take a moment to do that. We will love you forever. And be sure to check out our website, communitiesatconvert.com. I want to do a quick shout out to thank the guy behind our new website. His name is Todd. I don't know if I can say his name. He has a long last name, Giantasio. Giantasio, I think that's I would, how it's pronounced. Yeah, that's not, I would say that. And Todd, you're going to have to like tell us, but he's in our, he's in our Facebook group. So he is. We'll, we'll make him tell us in there. We're going to put him on the hot seat. Yes, how, do you yes. spell, how do you do your name? Anyway, we'll do it. We'll do a hot seat. But Todd has Todd. been, Todd has a really great company called the Growth Suite. Great private Facebook group that he's building over there with a great community. So uh, just a quick shout out to him because he's been really helpful with us starting our new website. Yes, he has. Thank you, Todd. Thanks, Todd. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with another awesome episode. See you then. Hey, this is Madeline. And I want to let you know, you can connect with us on our website at communitiesatconvert.com. You can get all the information in the show notes for this episode. And we also encourage you to visit us on our Twitter profiles. You can reach out to me at Madeline Sklar. That's spelled M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R. And also to Cami. Her Twitter handle is at CamiChat, and that's spelled K-A-M-I-C-H-A-T. We look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza, where you learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. Stay in touch with Madeline and Cammie through their website at communitiesthatconvert.com. Communities That Convert.